What's going on and welcome into the Sun Belt Syndicate, the Belt Baseball's beginner show. I am the host, Dominic Crisetto, joined by the co-host Seth Johnson and Marv Dickens. And I am proudly supporting our App State Mountaineers after Austin's big game this weekend. Austin St. Laurent, our guest last week, uh, great weekend. Ambassador. Ambassador, yeah. <laughs> future future ambassador. Uh, but yeah, man, just a great Great weekend for him, uh, for a lot of the top teams, as we've called this show, uh, the top teams keep winning. Um, Sands, maybe Louisiana. I don't, I know some people were kind of questioning where they might end up this year. Um, but they've had some early season struggles, but they've had some decent opponents. But, uh, before we get too far along, we are brought to you in part by collegefootballdogs.com, part of the dogs media network. And we have a sponsor known as W Energy. Enter promo code SB Syndicate down below to help us out as an affiliate sponsor uh, and try out some of their new flavors. They've got one that tastes like uh, liquid sour uh, gummy bears. I'm almost tongue twisted my tongue trying to get that one out. Uh, but fellas, before we get rolling, how you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Doing Not bad for good. a Monday. What about y'all? Nice. Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've been a little better on the the, uh, the work side of things, but this is the prime time. This is the fun time. So I'm looking. I've been looking forward to this all night. Looks like uh, you got your Braves jersey on over there today, Seth. Is that right? Oh yeah. I Co- called a couple of college baseball games this weekend and spring training going on. So it's it's baseball's in full gear now, man. Yeah, weather's starting to break. Uh, de- definitely, at least for Marv and I out here on the uh, more eastern part of the state. Uh, Marv, you've been getting outside a little bit more here lately? Yeah, it's uh, almost 70 today. Uh, so I'm, I'm wearing my Johnson County Little League shirt. Uh, Little League's in full swing down here. Had our third practice. Uh, my kids' travel ball team. Uh, we're probably uh, – we're five weeks into practice here. So it's uh, not only baseball season in the belt, but it's baseball season here at the house. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys won't know this, but uh, in our little text conversation, Marv sent us a picture of a fully loaded – uh, SUV for this weekend's baseball that he had to tote around with him. And he, he, that he was then qualified to do a podcast. I said, I think you're overqualified at that point. <laughs> this is a youth, a youth baseball podcast, maybe. Uh, but yeah, we'll wing it. There you go. Well, you, you probably know more about bats and balls than I do. So, you know, it, it, it's definitely a help regardless of, the level that is being played. So you keep, you're keeping familiar. You're seeing the game a lot, which is awesome. And I know that's translating because both of you and, and myself included, obviously, man, we just text all weekend about what's going on across the Sun Belt in baseball, shocking scores, uh, surprises in good ways, surprises in bad ways. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been a blast. I've never been more into baseball than I am right now. Uh, I was just looking before the show started at some app baseball gear. They just launched their online store. They got some nice Nike stuff, by the way. So yeah, uh, yeah, well, they're proud of it too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that is without a doubt. Uh, so we would also like to. I don't think we've really ever pushed this before, but this is a live show, folks. No matter who you're a fan of, we share this across all the platforms that we can uh, and. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever you want to do, uh, but come and talk some ball with us. We will interrupt the show and take your questions or comments uh, and throw them up on screen as well. So uh, don't be scared to do that. Uh, we welcome that interaction for sure. Uh, without further ado, let's set the stage here again. We, we called this episode Top Teams Keep Winning. Uh, so we'll 
we'll get right into it, guys. Uh, first one up, we're going to go in alphabetical order so we all kind of know what's coming here. But we had App State playing down in Hickory, Seth. And uh, you, why don't you start us off? You went to Sunday's game, did you not? Yeah, we went down yesterday. We had some nice weather, so we traveled down the mountain. Um, App's rolling. Uh, took uh, took three from Siena. Um I think the bats were the big story of the weekend for App. Um, overall, App six and one. Austin number seven had him on the show last weekend. We like to think we're a little bit of good luck. Uh, <laughs> Friday, Marv was texting me. I was at the Tennessee baseball game this weekend. Uh, Austin went three for six with two home runs and five RBIs in on, in Friday's game. Uh, yesterday, <clears throat> App had a uh, back to back to back. Home runs. Um, Boyd Tolly, which is the Ole Miss transfer, and Holderbrook. Um, uh, pitching yesterday, Chirico, uh, App Sunday guy had, uh, he went, he only had five innings, but he had nine Ks. So that was a, uh, a personal record for him. Um, I was looking before we came on, App's top half, everybody's hitting over 300 right now. Granted, granted, we're only two weeks in, but I think we've got enough of a sample size to start to where we can actually start digging in a little bit here. Um, uh, app, like I said, app. We talked about in the first the first episode. App doesn't play a true home game until mid March when Coastal yeah. comes to town. So a lot of games are being played on the road or being played down the road or being played down the road as a home game, if you will. Right. Um, agree, but how um, was the um, real quick? How was the turnout? Down? I mean, obviously only Sunday, not Friday and Saturday. But how was the the turnout Sunday? There was a good amount of people there. Uh, if you remember, App's got the Hickory campus now. Yeah, that's so cool. that's a whole other dynamic to playing in Hickory. You know, the basketball team had a game in Hickory this year as well, so they're kind of catering to catering to that hour and a half our hour drive in between now so um makes a lot of sense but looking at app schedule going yeah going ahead they got etsu this week and then travel to southern illinois so etsu is a solid got, i think their next yeah yeah um i think the next 10 games that apps got on the road so that you know Ooh. off to a six and one start so the next, the next week and a half, two weeks will tell us a lot about this ball team. Yeah, no doubt. Marv, any thoughts on um, – it was not on ESPN Plus. From no, that, that's been the frustrating thing. Outside of the JMU game this year – or uh, excuse me, not JMU, the high point game. Yeah. Uh, that's the only game that we've had on TV, so you can't watch them. Um, everything I've read seems like, like defensively, apparently, we're playing fantastic. Um, looks like pitching's been pretty decent, and, yeah, the bats are hot. Uh, which you're obviously going to need. You need all three to go. But uh, looking forward to uh, next Tuesday, obviously, Dom, you and I will be in Durham to watch him play Duke. Uh, looking forward to seeing him in person. But uh, really looking forward to them having some ESPN Plus games. I don't know uh, who we got to talk to uh, over at uh, over at the ESPN, but it would be nice to be able to see our boys I wonder play. if that's a school thing. I, I think it is, and I know we've yeah. got stuff to do it. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's a – can't take it to Hickory, I'm not sure, but uh, it sure would be nice to uh, to be able to watch them play, especially as they start, you know, six and one. Well, speaking of that, I believe the CBCC game down in Hickory for basketball was on ESPN Plus. 
unless it was on a unless it was on another network. But I remember watching that game, so I don't think it's impossible. But maybe the maybe how it works for baseball it makes it more difficult. Like I I don't know like the 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 amount of cameras and different angles they like to get. They're not going to be able to do that. Or you would think though that like the crawdads have that kind of thing in place, and all you're doing is really taking like the computer to hook it up to or, or whatnot. You don't think like, I don't know, maybe you do have to take all the cameras and it's just too much, but I don't, I don't yeah. know. I've watched some, some baseball games so far this year where they had like one or two camera angles and they weren't the greatest. So uh, somebody talk to the ambassador, get Austin and uh, tell <laughs> him to pull some strings and, you know, get him and his boys on TV so we can watch them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you got, one, okay. No, one thing I found out yesterday, Dom, um, yeah. this is just like local knowledge for you. So app uh, apps catcher the last two years. He's a junior now. Braxton Church. He was from West Wilkes down the road. Oh yeah. And I noticed he's been DH in this year. So I got to talking to some parents beside me, and uh, the catcher that has kind of not taken his place, but getting some more reps. He played on. He's from Providence, which I don't know how much you know about ba- like high school baseball. Right. Like Providence is like the cream of the crop in Charlotte. His, Shocking. Uh, the I was team that's good in, and his high school team. Yeah, the team that's good in everything is good yeah. in baseball. You're, you're kidding they me. They went. <laughs> yeah, they went thirty-two and zero in baseball his senior year. Jeez, he had the game-winning hit, hit in his championship. I, I the name laps me right now, but uh, thirty-two and zero in high school. Is insane. I mean, so you got to think about the arms you got to have. Absolutely insane. You're right. Hey, um, Seth, I'm going to ask you to get rid of that pen in your hand. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> You're driving us crazy over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, look at this, guys. First comment of the night, Artie Cat. So to let you guys know, this guy's been all over the shows during the football season. He's a huge Texas State fan. So awesome okay. to see Artie come on, jump on the show. Finally, baseball. Absolutely. Texas State. I, yes, Texas State has not had the greatest start, but you got to go look at their schedule to see why they haven't had a great start. They've, they've been playing murderers row baseball. Yes. Gonna, I was looking at the same thing for Georgia Southern, too. Yes. Georgia Southern's only got they're, – they're below 500, but you look at who they played. Yeah. And, and, and while we're on that aspect, let's also compare that to App State. They had a hot start last year, too. I think – what did we start? Eight and one, nine and one, something like that? Seven. No, or something like that. Yeah, but they got to know before. Okay. So, but let's be honest too. App did not play the, the toughest schedule to start off with, and they, they really haven't yet here either. Um, so much like kind of early preseason, not preseason, but early season basketball, the tide can turn quite quickly once you get into the conference slate because now you've warmed up, now you've found your guys. You know, some guys get hurt, but obviously if your guys are healthy coming in, some of these things are going to, change quite quite quickly um and it's going to kind of surprise some people i mean for instance uh just to reference since we have app up on the screen now uh in basketball early season they got beat by 20 points by northern illinois in that max sunbelt challenge now they're the best team in the sunbelt so and, and and then you've got georgia southern on that aspect who was winless completely winless in out of conference slate and then came into the sunbelt and they've won six games i think it is in basketball so I, I don't try and get up too high or too low, but, I mean, we did call this this episode the top teams keep winning because right now they are. So uh, that's a good start well, for the conference. To follow overall. up on your point, 
Yeah. Follow up on your point, Don. I think we mentioned in the first episode when we were all just for, just getting started. Uh, you can you can make up three games in three days. So baseball's yeah. such a long season. You could be slumping right now, and then by the end of the year, you know you can go on a fifteen game run, just like yeah. that. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think uh, on the downside of that, I think uh, South Alabama ended the season on like an eleven game losing streak. Yeah, yeah, that's it's very true. Yeah, it's like you said though, but baseball can be a thing of runs. And uh, yeah, before we jump into the next team, Artie's got another comment here. Next tournament, the Astros Foundation will be rough <laughs> in Houston this week as well. But you want difficult competition? Exactly. This yeah. helps mold your season. So. Honestly, just like basketball, baseball is kind of similar. If you're hot near the end, that's more important than results up front. Um, you don't want the results to be blown. Is he saying that Houston's? It's is he it's, saying Houston's hosting a tournament this weekend? It may be Houston hosting, but it looks like the Astros Foundation is probably the official host. Uh, but Houston's probably participating. If I, I think that'll be this. I think that'll be the second tournament they hosted because I believe Tennessee played in it week one in Houston. Okay. Yeah, and just to close out that thought before we move on from App State, uh, yeah. East Tennessee this midweek, I think East Tennessee is up to a 7-1 start too. So um, mm. be a really good test uh, early in the season, kind of not at home to go against a, a team that's already playing pretty good and kind of see what you got. Yeah, and a home game for ETSU as well. True. Yeah. Well, I think you find out a lot about App in the next nine days with with ETSU going on the road to Southern Illinois and then Duke next week. Yeah. Yeah, you know that new, that new like, game will be a very good measuring stick. Yeah, Duke's yeah. a good, Duke's a solid baseball program. Yeah, and and getting to Texas State and oh, that's we'll Murder's Row right there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that's Murder's Row. <laughs> you play three SEC teams and Houston. <laughs> <laughs> that that again that that helps mold your future. Look at it that way. No matter what happens, it helps mold your future. Uh, so here's the little darlings. Oh man, yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this. The juggernaut that is Arkansas State. Uh everyone's, you know, forgotten team at the beginning of the season. The coaches uh and once again, this is why we don't put a lot into the preseason polls. You know, we all know in, in football at least it's like a recent popularity contest. Uh in baseball, you would hope it's not like that. But pick to be dead last, the only undefeated team left in the belt. Um, you can talk about strength of schedule, but man, they, they went to Ole Miss and beat Ole Miss and that's an SEC yeah. program. And the SEC is the Holy grail of, of college baseball and has been for a while. Uh, they win four to two, but they put up 10 hits. I mean, that, that's pretty impressive to go down there. Obviously they didn't fe- face a, a weekend starter, but they, they saw some arms, right. And still were able yeah. to put up 10 hits. So, um, yeah, pretty, uh, Pretty, they got to be excited down there in, in Jonesboro to get off to a start like this, especially once again, pick dead last. Um, they swept Lindenwood. Uh, there are three close games, to be completely honest. They weren't blowouts. I don't know anything about Lindenwood baseball. Um, but, hey, to get three wins is to get three wins. They did have to have a walk-off in the 11th on their uh, on their last uh, game. Pitching seemed to be pretty good on both sides. I don't think, uh, I don't think anybody had a, a big score in that series. But um, they got Central Arkansas coming up midweek, and then they go to Missouri State, who uh, just got done playing Southern Miss. Uh, or excuse me, uh, they played ULM to begin the season and took two out of three and took a game away from Southern Miss on the road. So um, should be a good test to see if Arkansas State is as good as they look right now. Uh, but, man, 8-0, heck of a start. Yeah, 
No kidding. Um, it's, it's Central Arkansas and them play like in every sport, it seems. It just makes geographic hey. sense, I guess. But, yeah, uh, yeah they play. They have had, I was looking before we came on. They have had a little bit of luck with their schedule. They've been at, at home all but the Ole Miss game, so that's done them a little bit of favors. But, yeah, it's fun to talk about them every week, you know, until until conference, you know. The, like Mark was saying, the schedule is pretty favorable, so we'll see. Yeah. When, when I think do we get in a conference? Mid-March, I think. Mm, is it I, mid-March? Let's, I'm just going to yeah, scroll down here. March, yeah. yeah, you're right. Mid-March. Mid-March. Uh, yeah, I think, I think this weekend's interesting. I don't think, you know, obviously I think Ole Miss has been their toughest team to face so far. I don't know. On a one-off game, I'm still taking Ole Miss to be better than Missouri State. However, you're playing a Missouri State, like Marv has just said, and it's already played some Sunbelt teams and taken some games. You play them three times in a row. We just saw them play three close games against Lindenwood. Again, we don't really know the Lindenwood program as well uh, as these teams in the Sunbelt, but you got to think that that's going to be a little bit tougher of a draw. We'll have to see if they keep that train rolling with those undefeated, uh, with that undefeated mark as yeah, of right now. Yeah, undefeated this time next week. We can, uh, yeah, we can definitely have a conversation. No, absolutely. Uh, Tim's joining the show. First time I've seen a, a comment from Tim, so I appreciate that, Tim. Uh, strength of schedule is a factor with Arkansas State at this point, but they deserve the credit. A win is a win, and they have been collecting wins. And he is a Georgia Southern fan, so he's giving them full credit for that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, they, you know, it's like we said, it might not mean much as far as what late season is going to provide you, but an exciting – I mean, it's going to invigorate the fan base, right, to come out to yeah. games. Enjoy it now. Be, yeah. Yes. And yes. baseball is a game of momentum, so who knows, man? You get this thing rolling, and uh, everybody's playing with a chip on their shoulder, knowing that they were picked last, and who knows what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that team factor too, right? Like once you start thinking it and believing it, you you become it. And I feel like that's that's early season Arkansas State right now. They just they know they're good now at this point. They probably thought of, thought it early, then they beat Ole Miss. Now they're rolling right along. It, it's just a gravy train for them right now. So get the boys believing. Yeah. So coastal Carolina. So, you know, just so we explain the graphic, they went three and zero, but they didn't play the same team over to the side here. We've got the results for them. They beat Illinois 17 to nine all state 12 to two. And they just absolutely hammered Cincinnati 25 to two on Sunday. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I tuned into one of one or two of these just for a few minutes, I didn't watch much of it. Um, none of these games really all that close, I guess, right, guys? Yeah, I got to watch a couple. So that first game against Illinois had a three-hour rain delay in the middle of it. Um, but, man, uh, the preseason number one team finally played like the preseason number one team. You know, their, their last weekend tournament, um, you know, lose to Duke. No, no shame in that. Duke's a solid baseball program. Indiana might have been a little bit of a shocker. Um, you know, Coastal has not played away from home. Uh, they've had two tournaments back-to-back at their house, but – Man, when you put up 54 runs in a weekend, uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, they're, they're, they're hitting the ball pretty well. I know in that uh, Ball State game, they're starting pitcher um, through all seven innings. It was a mercy rule, but he only gave up three hits in seven innings. So, I mean, uh, huh. when you get arm going like that, good defense behind you and you're hitting the ball. And then Cincinnati, I think they put up 12 runs in the first inning. They Their first at-bat was a was a home run. Uh, they put up 12 in the first and, and never looked back. So, um, man, they're, they're playing really good baseball as of last weekend. Uh, they do have Campbell coming to uh, Conway on Tuesday, and Campbell's ranked 26. 21st. 
21st. Yeah. So uh, the fighting camels are going to come to coastal and try to take a game from that's a, it's a really interesting midweek matchup. Uh, hopefully I think that one's on TV. Um, we've got baseball practice tomorrow night. Probably won't be able to watch it, but I'll, I'll be looking at the stats. Marv, yeah. obviously the bats are there. Is Are the arms there too for coastal? I mean, you know, their Saturday starter through a gym, you know, going right. seven innings, giving up three hits, two runs. Uh, that's great. And then obviously only giving up two runs on Sunday. So, who knows? Maybe it's first weekend jitters the first weekend. Uh, once again, you lose to Duke. There's no shame in that. Duke's a, a great program. Um, I don't know what Indiana's going to turn out to be, but, man, they played pretty well this weekend. So I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they do against Campbell. And then they've got uh, they got Liberty coming down. And Liberty's off to a 4-2 start for the weekend series. So, um, you know, you dominate all four of those games, then, yeah, it says a lot about them. But, it's to be expected. They, they've got a great program, won a national championship, you know, less than a decade ago. So uh, right now, in my opinion, that's the team to beat. Piggybacking, let's go back to talk about Arkansas State. Look at look at their non-conference, right? And they're 8-0. Let's look at Coastal's non-conference, and they've lost two. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really – I mean, you can dig into it a little bit, but playing the likes of Duke, Indiana – you know, Illinois, Cincinnati, vastly, vastly different with almost an identical record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. A, lo- a loss to Duke is not nothing to – it was clo- It was a close game, correct? Yeah. It was 5-3 maybe? Yeah, I just I just scrolled past it. Hold on one second. Uh, 5-3, yeah. Man, see, look at this. Marv doesn't even have to look at notes. He just knows this stuff Dude, off the top I've of his head. I've watched an absurd amount of Sunbelt baseball these first couple of weeks. <laughs> we it'd be interesting to, to see if uh, it'd be interesting to see if Arkansas State had played the same schedule as Coastal to see where they would be right now. Is all I'm getting at. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But again, by the time they they could possibly play some of these teams, you know, maybe it's a different maybe it's a different comp. But you're you're right. I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I don't think they're eight zero if they play the same schedule as that's Coastal why, Carolina. That's we got to take games. Yeah. We we got to have Coastal take all three against Liberty just for for a personal thing, you know. I, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, and I, by the way, real quick before we move on, Campbell has uh, they're in Bowie's Creek, North Carolina. For those that don't know, it's it's a small little area. You'd never know if you drove past it. Um, but they have a, something called a Creek Dog. Have you guys heard of this? No, I've actually okay. been to campus. They got some money down there uh, in Bowie's Creek. That's a super nice campus. You ain't kidding, man. That thing is phenomenal. Uh, a lot of private school money coming in there. Uh, their facilities are, are really second to none besides, you know, the overall size of some of this stuff. But the, yeah. the how they look and uh, how new they are, whew, they they could get up there to be like a, the next kind of liberty if you're I'm not, not, not school size wise, but like as far as a, a team in, in a program you need to watch out for on the regular. Um, the, While we're on topic real yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Marv, have you uh, have you noticed what East Carolina's done this year? Oh, East Carolina's off to a great start. He took two out of three from Carolina. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. so. I you know, kind of sidebar. Born and raised in Greenville, North Carolina. Man, go, growing up playing ball, like we used to go to watch ECU games all the time. The, the outfield's called the Jungle, and now the stadium looks completely different. But it used to be all, all trees, and you didn't have to pay money to to go sit in the jungle and just sit there and heckle the other team's outfielders. But uh, nice. ECU's got a, a heck of a baseball program. And, uh, yeah, off to a great start. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that There's no doubt about that. And, and Carolina's right here down the road. But 
Took it to him. Um, the Creek Dog, to get back on that real quick. Uh, I, I don't even know all the, the things off the top of my head, but this hot dog is loaded with all kinds of stuff, and the flavor is really tremendous. I've seen two people rate it, and both of them give it, I think, a 9 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10. So at some point, Bowie's Creek's not far. i got to get to the game and try one of these things. Um, unfortunately, this game is in Conway, yep. which is like twice as far from me. Uh, than Bowie's Creek is, but it's, it's funny. I, I can go through Bowie's Creek on the way to Conway if I wanted to because of how it how it takes me. So uh, it, if it was the other way around, I'd, just, I'd definitely be going to Bowie's Creek uh, to check this out. Maybe I'll just have to go to some random game because I, I don't believe they host any Sunbelt teams uh, this year. But uh, Tim's got yeah. a comment again, too. The yeah, Campbell they Campbell actually host Georgia Southern this weekend. Oh, it's this. Oh, yeah. gotcha. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, and, and that, that bodes well because uh, Tim's got the comment, the Georgia Southern fan. Uh, the Camel Camels uh, face Coast Carolina this weekend, yep, and the Camels come into J.I. Clemens at Georgia Southern. Uh, so, oh, they go to Georgia Southern, though. Okay, yeah. Campbell looks to be tough. I guess we're all going to find oh, out by playing two Sunbelt teams this week. Yep, uh, but by playing two Sunbelt teams this week. They're not, they're not both. Campbell's not a Sunbelt team. I think I, I screwed that up. Anyway, to correct myself. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, they're going to, everyone's going to find out a little bit more this week about themselves and Campbell camels, but uh, formidable opponent. And I think I've heard that they have a lot of guys on their roster from like overseas actually, which is kind of surprising to me uh, when it comes to baseball, you know, it, like basketball, that doesn't surprise me at all kind of thing. Um, I even know they have like a, a, an incredibly impressive wrestling program there where they, they probably bring guys in too, but that's baseball, the biggest rival in wrestling. Yes. Hey, I'm, I'm looking up Campbell's baseball schedule right now. So they started their year against UC Santa Barbara, who's number 17, yep. took two out of three from them, mm-hmm. beat and beat East Carolina. They yeah. beat East Carolina? Beat East Carolina. So, yeah, uh, the, the commenter was right. Yeah, go to Coastal Carolina and then have a three-game series at uh, Georgia Southern. And then their next midweight game is against Carolina. So uh, they did not shy away from playing some competition. So good for the Camels. Yep. So they're not playing Suey? <laughs> don't think no not not, uh, not that i see they left that for a, they left that for a, a filler game later on in the season uh jumping on okay so this is perfect segue so the georgia southern a team we just talked about did play mississippi state they go one and two ultimately you know i don't i mean that first game of five one final i watched a little bit of that one i thought that game was rather close i think if i remember right mississippi state jumped out to a five nothing lead uh, Georgia Southern gets one run later on, um, but you know, you know, you gave up five runs, but I, you know, defensively you shut it down a little bit better. Your pitching got a little bit better after that, so props there, and that maybe helped turn that tide a little bit towards Saturday's eleven to four victory, uh, but ultimately losing ten to two on Sunday there. Um, I, I mean, ultimately this isn't a surprising thing, but like we talked about, this is a another tough, tough road for a Sun Belt team to start their. Uh, non-conference slate with, I guess, right, guys? They got a they got they got a SEC win and ACC win to start with. They got yeah. Georgia Tech and Mississippi State. It's a little bit hard to tell right now. I mean, three and five, excuse me, two and five against three. Two of those were against uh, SEC power teams. So, a little hard to tell right now. Maybe our commentator have a little bit more to say about them. I I don't have a whole lot about Georgia Southern right. Georgia Southern right now, like we talked about with Campbell next weekend, we'll find out a lot about them that way. Yeah, but um, 
you know, a win against Mississippi State, Georgia Tech's nothing to turn your nose up at. Yeah, yeah. they do have a – oh, go ahead, Mark. Watch a couple innings of a couple of their games. Uh, I don't think their their record right now is indicative of how good they are. They, they got some dudes on that team from what I saw. I think – They had uh, Maryland beginning of the year, correct? Maryland beginning of the year, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. I, I actually think they're going to be a pretty decent ball team just from what I've seen. If, if you look at the Maryland series, they never got blown out, you know – uh, a 10 to two, you know, it can go either way, but uh, I, I think they're actually a pretty good ball team. Yeah. I, I've heard, I heard some things before the season started. They expected to be pretty good this year. And again, like you said, a tough slate to start with, but I think that record speaks towards the fact that as Marv said, they've got some talent on that team. And once they play a little bit lesser of a competition, maybe uh, we're going to see that tide turn quite quickly. They do have a, a midweek game on Wednesday against Jacksonville. That game is in Jacksonville, but as we know, Georgia Southern, Statesboro, Georgia, real close. I mean, that's that's barely a road trip to get uh, from there to Jacksonville, so should be easy one. And Tim did chime in, so let's see what he says about that one. Georgia Southern went one and two games against Maryland, Big Ten champs last year, and then led Georgia Tech until the ninth inning. So, yeah, exactly. Okay. This, this team right yeah, this team is not far off from from where they want to be, I bet, if you ask them. And, again, these tough games help kind of shape your season and you figure out some things uh, as you go along. Artie's asking, isn't Campbell ranked number 21? I think – did they jump up or are they, are they right there in the 20 area? It's again, Depending on where you look, it's 21 to 25. There's a couple of different rating systems. Uh, they're a top okay. 25 program. They're, they're a good program. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look at the yeah. talent. Look at the the baseball teams just here where we're at in North Carolina. Yes, there are. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read earlier today there are five or six teams within the Carolinas all in the rankings right now, uh, which is insanely impressive. I mean, when you hear that for like basketball, that's not really surprising because you've got you know Duke and Carolina, and then you you might have uh, you know Clemson or somebody else kind of in that area, uh, rounding out some teams, but for baseball to be that much of a power in that, this area of the country is really, really impressive. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what Georgia Southern can pull off. Uh, speaking of their favorite team, uh, Georgia state now comes up. Uh, they went against Seton hall. I didn't know much about Seton hall. Uh, they end up going only one and two. Again, this is a team that finished about middle of the pack last year, expected to finish worse. Didn't we say that in the in the coaches' poll, I think, this year? They kind of went down quite a bit. Um, they get yeah. hammered in their first – well, no, I'm sorry, their first game. Uh, they lose 14-5. to five. They just barely miss out on a victory in that second game, losing 14-13. to 13. A lot of runs in that one for both teams. Uh, and then they win on Sunday, 3-2 to two in a close one as well. Um, I, I don't know. I think – did we – We'll get to this at the end, actually, but we did call this series. We all took a shot at calling this series. I think yep. one of us got it right, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think that was you, Marv. I think it yeah. was you. Um, so, I mean, Georgia Southern was picked, or Georgia State was picked to be 11th. Um, I didn't get to see any of the games, but I definitely read all the recaps. Um, in, in their second game, they had 16 hits. Uh, hard to not win a game when you have 16 hits. And I, I don't know the back and forth nature of that game. Uh, I do know that they had uh, three guys that hit three home runs in the series. So, you know, they had some bats come alive. And it looks like their uh, their Sunday pitcher uh, pitched seven innings. Uh, so, nice. <laughs> tough break in, in the middle game. Uh, you squeeze it out in the last game. Two and five starting off. Uh, they've got Georgia Tech midweek. And then they got to go to uh, – they're going to Western Carolina for a four-game series. 
uh, one on Friday, a doubleheader on Saturday, uh, and a game on Sunday. So uh, Western Carolina's three and four to start the season. Um, Georgia Tech's probably going to be a tough game, but you know that's that's not even a road trip. They can walk over to that stadium. <laughs> just uh, carry your bags, fellas. <laughs> yeah, just walk across the interstate there, and you're there. Uh, be really interesting to see how they do uh, against Western Carolina. Maybe they can build some momentum, but. Uh, you know, it looks like you know they had some bats in the middle game, good pitching in the last game. Put it all together and see what happens. Yeah, you. It, to me, it's interesting that you know we've talked a couple times about App State, probably even Marshall, James Madison, uh, struggling to kind of play a lot of home games early because of where they're located and the weather and how it tends to be early. It's interesting that uh, they got Georgia State to come up to Cullowhee, where I mean, literally, it could be snowing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's still that season up there where it's a possibility. So uh, I am surprised to see they're actually, not that they're playing them, but that they're traveling to Cullowee to play uh, that game. I guess it's a lot easier when it comes to baseball than something like obviously football, which they wouldn't do um, or basketball, even something like that. Uh, Tim's chiming in again. We know that Sunbelt runs through coastal Carolina and Southern Miss, uh, but here at Georgia Southern, we're hoping to stand our ground this season. A lot of good teams in the Sunbelt. Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing that early on again, Arkansas state with that hot start that, Really, no one saw coming. Uh, Seton Hall logos look like a seafood. <laughs> that's a comment of the night. If we could give away an award for that, that's funny. Yeah, Dom. All yeah. all but three teams have 500 records in Sun Belt. Um, I think yeah. we're all looking forward to conference. Uh, once conference gets going, everybody beat up on everybody a little bit and see. You know, everybody. It'll kind of spread out from there. Yeah, the contenders will rise at the top, but this non-conference. Non-conference has been fun to watch for sure. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, so we covered Georgia State there. Our, whoops. I hit the wrong button. All right. Uh, James Madison, again, off to a good start. A little bit of a surprise. Uh, I mean, I guess they're not off to as hot of a start as some of the other teams. They're 5-3 and three overall, but they sweep Fairfield over the weekend. Uh, again, kind of like Linwood. I'm not a, a familiar with Fairfield and their program as well. Uh, they had a couple close games, but they win big on Sunday, 16-4 to four, to round out the sweep. Uh, did anybody take in any of the Dukes games against Fairfield this weekend? Dom, you know, you know who those three losses were to? Oh, off the top of my head, no. I can't remember right now. Number two ranked Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. That's right. That's right. Which they took one from them. They did. Yes, they, they had, there was a four-game uh, series there, right? Is that what it was? Right. Yeah. Yep. It was a four-game series, so they took one of one of four. But still, uh, what the one game was really close, I think, right? Like it was a one-run game or something like that. I, I can pull it so. up right here. Seven to th- – uh, no, that's the one they won. Six to four in the first one. They lost six to four. And then they only lost four to nothing in the – in the fourth game, then they then they go beat Virginia Tech by a run. So yeah, yeah this this is a team that's that's tough to beat, uh, and obviously getting a sweep against a Fairfield team this weekend. I think that one was all at home. It's a little not? tougher for James Madison midweek. You know who they got midweek this week? Who they yeah. George Mason. Oh, <laughs> well, we watched George Mason in that uh, that coastal tournament, and they uh, they can give they us struggle. some. Runs. Yeah, which is interesting because coming into that, remember, they were a regional team last year. Right. Yeah. Who, they, who they they had, who's our weekend series against this weekend? Cornell. Uh, Cornell. Okay. Yeah. Don't know uh, much about Cornell, but I think that they've, they've been pretty good every once in a while, I think, at least. Um, Cornell. I'm JMU trying to think Bell. 
Jamie, you had five home runs yesterday. Five? Wow. Yeah. My man Coleman Cabrizi, who Coleman, we're trying to get you on here, buddy. Uh, had three <laughs> straight. He's got three straight games with a home run so far. So. He's and seen. then uh, Brendan O'Donnell yesterday had he went three for three with two home runs and six RBIs. This team's this team's sneaky. I've been following them quite a bit. The bats are there. It's just going to be a matter of the pitching coming through for them. Yeah, absolutely. Already saying JMU and Southern Myth both have schedule uh, that is weak this year. Yeah. Um, well, number two I, team in the nation to start with. It's not too shabby. No, nah, yeah. No, yeah, that, that one that one's tough. Um, and, and, you know, to see the overall schedule or pull it up right now and look at it all at one time, it's, it's hard. Um, but I will tell you this, and everybody knows this, the Sun Belt ain't easy. Um, so you've got, what did, we, what did we say, five teams that made NCAA regionals? And, yeah, and then obviously Southern Miss goes Southern to Southern Miss Regional. was one game away from going to Omaha. Omaha, yeah. yeah. I think we said the first two podcasts, one of four conferences to put five teams in a regional. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, you'll, they'll battle it out here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and and uh, I love – I saw uh, uh, Kara Ritchie for Arkansas State. She, she does local radio there in Jonesboro and covers Arkansas State Red Wolves, uh, has been on the podcast when we did the um, football preview for Transfer Portal uh, and signing class. She knows her stuff really well. She, she brings up a point. She's saying that, uh, you know, some people have like a mid-major baseball poll. It's like there is no mid-major in baseball – Plus the fact the Sun Belt should not be considered a mid-major conference when it comes to baseball. This no. conference is better than the Big Ten when it comes to baseball. You're going to get a couple teams from the Big Ten in the tournament, sure. That, that's just how it works when you have Power 5 status when it comes to football. But the Sun Belt, make no mistake about it, is not here to be played with when it comes to strength of their conference as a whole. Uh, so uh, I don't think... Most people want to be included on some mid-major baseball poll. We're, we're, we're looking at the top no matter where, where you're looking at it from. Uh, I think when you hear about a football team, if you, you hear about Michigan, you automatically think Michigan has a good baseball team. Right. You know yeah, how that works? Like, doesn't always translate over like that. No. 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 And, and, and you speak about that, you know, Syracuse doesn't even have a baseball team. Really? Really? Yes. No. Oh, they did. They did have one. They no longer have one. They do have a softball team, Title IX. You would think that would even out for whatever reason. It doesn't. Um, so, yeah, really interesting. We covered that, again, with another f- former uh, guest at, in, with T.J. So- O'Sullivan um, when we talked some Mac Sunbelt basketball preview because uh, he covers Syracuse up there in New York. Uh, so, and, but he's a Coastal Carolina grad. So, uh, if to explain why he was on the show, but anyway, uh, jumping over to the Cajuns, they play Rice. This one not really a real long road trip for them. I think Rice is uh, located right there in Houston, guys. Am I right with that? Houston yeah. Rice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, smaller private school, but uh, one that the guys on Rage and Review have actually mentioned this. Very, very inviting uh, staff. When you go to Rice and you buy a ticket. They will like call you and ask you if you're coming to any more games. And like the guys that work for HBO are like, well, I'm not even a, a, a Rice fan, but he's like, the fact you're doing this makes me kind of want to buy a ticket and, and go to another game, right? Like they're putting the effort and the uh, money towards trying to keep people coming around and coming back. So A plus for that. But they do take two of three from the Cajuns. Um, I guess, is this a surprise? Uh, we knew this one was probably going to be tough going in, right? I don't think it would be surprised if it went 2-1 the other way. Uh, 
like I think Marv talked about last week, Rice is a relatively baseball team known year, you know, every year Rice is in it. And I think it was a good series. It looks like, you know, it was competitive minus maybe Saturday. But uh, I think it was a good non-conference test for the Raging Cajuns. But, you know, we'll see what, what, what comes of it going forward. Yeah. I always think it's weird too. Cause like a six, one score, right? Like that looks like it's not that close. And I, and to be all honest, I, I did not check in on this game uh, at all, but you know, you got a six run score, but at one point in, you know, the bottom of the eighth, you could have had three guys on base uh, on base with a batter who typically gets on base, but you know, struck out or flew out or something, you know, that, that one run scores two runs and the, that game becomes way closer, but you see a six, one score. You don't, you don't know those things. Right. So, um, it's baseball weird in that aspect where, you know, you can usually look at a football score and know, uh, you know, they were a three touchdown winner and it wasn't close. Um, six, yeah. one, you think comfortable win, but may- maybe not as comfortable as it may, you know, appear from the outside, but interesting there. And, and it looks like yeah. Louisiana this weekend's playing in that same tournament. So they've got Vandy, LSU and Houston coming up. So, um, not an easy road ahead of them. No. Definitely not. And, and Tim's mentioning Louisiana was supposed to be pretty good this season. So the rumor mill goes, yeah, I mean, I think anytime you have, and we talked about this with Austin last week, anytime you have a rowdy fan base who packs the place is loud, excited. Uh, they love their baseball down there in Louisiana. So even if they're only supposed to be okay, once you get close to that season, you're always going to start talking about how good you're going to be because it's just exciting. Uh, it's back, you know, they're looking forward to it. So, I think some of that may be, you know, expectations that might have been a, a, just a tad too high. But again, this is early season baseball; stuff can change. Uh, speaking Question of change, you guys, yeah, go ahead. When do we come on here and say this was expected? This wasn't expected. This we this was a shot. This wasn't a shot. It, we're we're three weeks. We're three episodes into this now. When do we start? When does our sample size grow a little bit to where? This was an upset. This was not. This was, you know, do we wait until two weeks in the conference or? That's, you that's know, when I was thinking. If, if Arkansas State that. drops two in a row this week, was that expected? You know, how right. far into this season are we going to get to where we're like, this was predicted and this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what are we thinking here? Uh, if, you're, if you're asking me, once conference play starts at all, we should have a decent sample size of out-of-conference play before that begins with ranked teams, non-ranked teams. Like, hey, hey, they struggle against the teams that are ranked or are really good with winning records, and then they, they blow out the teams that they should. Um, so I think if you're asking me, in my opinion, that's when we can start really saying something's like a shock or surprise. I'm, I, you know, obviously, I just want to get thoughts and feelings early on. So, like, yeah, I would have thought that so-and-so w- would have won this game or not, but – when it comes down to, to harder and faster evidence, I would think once conference play starts um, and sp- specifically after that first weekend of action, like you said, maybe uh, that second week, really start feeling out where we think teams should end up or where they should be. Unless you guys, I mean, you know, obviously share your thoughts too. I mean, what do you I think? I agree with that. I think after the second uh, conference series, you'll have a big enough sample size and out of conference, you'll kind of see, you know, were some of those wins quality wins? Were some of them upset wins or upset losses? You know, what does the team really look like? I think I think you're. I think we're probably a month away from that. 
Fair. I agree. Seth, is that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and Coach Chime too. I'm looking yeah, forward to um, the, that first ASU's first. Excuse me. They play Queens and then they open up with Coastal at home a Saturday. Yeah. Or excuse me, a Friday night at six o'clock. You know, you've already played 15 games before your first home game, so I'm kind of counting the yeah. days down to that. Uh, you know, hopefully that'll be a a good test to see where they're at at least. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, like you said, that that coastal series because it's not a one-off; it's it's a series. You're really going to see where you're standing there when you play three times. And hopefully, uh, and good weather and Boone and the people come out for sure. Yeah. As we've learned with basketball, you win and they come. Yeah, very that's, true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tim saying, I guess, I'd guess, uh, I'd say hold teams accountable for expectations once the season is a week uh, two into the conference. Yeah, so he's he's pretty much agreeing with us there. You, you got to give these teams a little time to find their guys uh, and move some guys. I mean, you're probably moving some guys around a little bit in the rotation right now until you really solidify where some of these dudes are, are, are looking to stay at. Uh, Artie says ULM will drop off fast in conference play. Uh, I'd say that's probably true. Uh, they tend to do that in most sports. <laughs> so uh, this is the, unfortunately for them, the least funded team in all of Division One athletics. Uh, at de- Does that go for football too? Yeah, just in general, the program general. as a, as a, as it's uh, constructed is the least funded one in all of Division One athletics. Doug Donnessy money floating around down there. You would think, <laughs> right? You would. But think. You got to think about football. Football. They've had some huge upsets in football. Yeah, they beat Bama when they Saban Bama, was beat Arkansas. Yep. I'm pretty yep. sure they beat LSU. But if you go back and look, I did this before the season started. So I, I look back at like former FCS champions who moved up, and uh, you know a good amount of those have come from the Sun Belt. That's why you're seeing the Sun Belt be successful in football. ULM made it to a championship in FCS football before moving up, and that's what you know uh, preluded the the move up. Right? Like we're really good. We should move up now. This was the national you know, championship. They made it to the national championship of FCS football, and they were beaten, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe if Tim's on here still, he can tell us. I believe oh, it was either it was either Arkansas State or Georgia Southern who beat them for the FCS national championship. Name that running back. Uh, who from Georgia Southern? Yeah, Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Name that coach. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. Oh, <laughs> he's. He's a legend yeah, in Avery County, man. Yeah. Paul Johnson. Paul Johnson. I was okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. We got to no, talk no, football every now and then, man. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll throw it. We'll throw it in there. <laughs> we'll, we're, we're mentioning something that makes sense. Right. And, and you're going to see why that makes sense when you're talking about all the other athletics that are struggling right. as well. Uh, this, I mean, this is quite frankly, is a team that people have talked about going back down to the FCS level. They have, I believe, one one winning season in like uh, forever at ULM football no for football Football. for football um baseball is kind of hit or miss it's more all over the board but um typically not not real great Um, they had some well-known coaches though on that on that roster yeah yeah Bowden yeah yeah, Bowden. Yeah, no longer there in Bowden, but Bowden. I've heard. For a little while. I've heard that's the worst place to travel for a football as a football team. It said no fans show up. You have to the turnaround time to come back is just it's it's a terrible place to go. I'm sorry. Well, camp, 
it can't be that much better for baseball then, right? I mean, no. I, I, I've not seen their digs that I can remember specifically off the top of my head for baseball, but I know their football stadium's got the weirdest looking shape to it. It's like that one side is monstrous and like straight vertical, doesn't kind of go like right. back gradually. It seems to go real ex- aggressive. And the other side's really tiny. Um, and like you said, if you don't have people in the stands and something like that, it just it's going to feel weird. Uh, so when you see teams go there and not play well, like Seth said, you, you understand a little bit. Is it a home team advantage to be such a terrible place? <laughs> hey, you know what? We, we, we saw how good App State was at the end of the year, right? Making it to the championship. They had to win on like a, what was it, a 50-something yard field goal? Yeah. Was it yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it's 52, 54, Long somewhere 50. there. Yeah. Incredible. I can talk all football right. all day. We got to get baseball going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to back to baseball. So they played the Missouri, uh, Missouri. <laughs> Murray State Racers. I love that logo, but I will tell you, it reminds me more of the Kentucky Derby. So uh, anyway, they go one and two against uh, Murray State. I'm not really, again, sure what Murray State program-wise. I know they're based in Kentucky, not too far from Nashville. I think that they'd have some baseball talent over there, obviously with a 2-1 victory over ULM. Yeah, they got enough. Um, but I don't think I, I did not tune into any of these games. I'll be honest with you. And Me, either. Me either. Yeah. They got, I believe yeah, that they one got was the, on the Ocho. The Ocho. Yeah. yeah. ESPN, the Ocho. Oh, oh, look at this. We're, we're going, we got, we got uh, comments that I hadn't seen. I wasn't looking over there. You all, uh, yeah. So we had that one. You will <laughs> won a championship. Oh, wow. They won a championship in 1987. Okay. Okay. They won Adrian Pearson then. <laughs> no, it wasn't. There was, there was one – maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was Arkansas State versus Georgia Southern for one. I knew I was remembering that there was two now Sunbelt teams that had matched up previously for an FCS championship, and obviously one prevented the other from getting one. Um, Monroe is a horrible place. <laughs> Man, they're just piling on. on and we encourage the comments. Yeah. Uh, as long as they're I, not yeah. about us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to yeah. take a road trip to Monroe and just uh, check it out for ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah a lot they of booze involved. It'll, it'll either be the worst decision we've ever made or we can maybe <laughs> uh, change some people's minds. <laughs> we don't know what's funny. I will say this. So uh, Louisiana Lafayette is actually, what was that show that was on for a while? It wasn't cops, but it was like that li- live PD, right? You've seen that. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. They had Should've lots been. of episodes in Lafayette, Louisiana. Lots. <laughs> but I will tell you, I mean, it, to me, as a visitor, if, unless I was really like going to look for that, I mean, it wasn't like I was absolutely, completely surrounded by it. So I, I'm wondering what the Monroe area is like, whether it's a you know a safe place or not. I mean, depressing does sound to be true. Um, like Mark said, you, "Have you seen Doc Dynasty?" Uh, I, I mean, I've seen clips. I, I was never like a, Yeah, I never watched. You know, one of the guys played for ULM, right? Is they yeah, play yeah. football? I think so. I think that's the story. I'd like I said, I thought that they were financially back in the program. Uh, they made a bunch of money off their duck calls and a bunch of money off that show. So, but uh, yeah, the great. ways we find to fill time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next team. <laughs> Wait till you see this comment from Artie Cat. The Sunbelt Syndicate Mad Max van put a turret on it with armor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going nationwide, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We're gonna be like uh, like college game day, just like the broke baseball version. Some we'll game day, we'll, we'll, we'll be set up in your local Red Roof Inn. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 
replacing parts and adding oil every few miles. Yeah. Keep it on the road. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, he's saying Monroe is not a safe place. Okay. So there you go. Definitely the armored vehicle is, is a must then. All right. So I think we've crapped on uh, Monroe and ULM enough. So we, sh- we should move on. Continuing. Uh, yeah, continuing. Marshall. We talked about them, struggled mightily last year, didn't play any real home games because of the stadium aspect. They go and play in a little tournament. Uh, I guess it's, I guess it was like a round robin, right? If they had beat Illinois, uh, Indiana State, they would have, I guess, won the whole thing. Or I don't know. I don't know how that works. It looks like it was, you know, maybe it was just a round robin. Everyone plays everybody, and they just crowned kind of a champion. But anyway, they hammer. And we we all we all sent this score around and we saw it yeah. twenty to ten over Michigan State in their Friday game. I, I was impressed. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I don't care if yeah. Michigan State's not all that great. You scored twenty runs uh, in in a game, and that's huge. Uh, Sigmund was hosted at the regional last year too. I think exactly. solid. Yeah, program. I, I remember was, yeah. When you sent that text out of that score, I was like, well, dang, maybe this is where Marshall turns it around. You know, they, they were picked to be towards the bottom, didn't have a great opening weekend. It's like, man, maybe th- that's it. And then, no. Still no. gave up 10 runs up, even in a win. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Indiana State comes to Hattiesburg, might expose our offense this weekend. That's what Brett says down, really down there in uh, Is that this weekend? Yeah, that's, that's funny. A good one. That's funny because yeah. I've got that on my show notes here. Indiana State's 7 0 this year, they're undefeated. Ooh. Did so not know that. that. Name that, that alumni. Hey, that, put that on the picks for this week. Southern Miss, Indiana State. That one, yeah, that's definitely going on there for sure. And, and like you said, Marshall only loses five four in that matchup. Uh, obviously, that second one against them didn't go so hot twelve five. But I mean, they still you know, they put up five runs. I mean, a pretty good showing uh, over. I mean, I guess one and three doesn't look great. The twelve and five score a little a little more lopsided. But with where Marshall was last year, these kinds of performances, I think it's a step in the right direction for the Thundering Herd. Yeah. Yeah, well, anybody know who Marshall plays this weekend? I can pull it up. Right now, they are looking at Manhattan. Manhattan. All right. Jaspers. It's yeah, quite man. literally another M in green. Like it looks like they're playing themselves when you look at this, the thing. It is. Let me let me make sure this. I'm going to get this right. Yeah, it is their first home game in their new digs. So oh, that'll be cool. the new stadium. Yep, I'm yeah, going to be nice. checking that one out just for that reason. Yeah, um, they have electricity up there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man! Yes, I jabs. <laughs> I believe they do. Our guys on the Thundercast, uh, if they're tuning into this, will like that one. Um, but, yeah, the mighty Sycamores. Yeah, seven and zero. I did not realize they were seven and zero. I did. I did. I, you know, you saying that they were a regional team definitely reminds me of that from last season. But off the top of my head, did not think about that. Uh, them and, and yeah, very few tree mascots in NCAA. So so very interesting there. Big Big Ten backers coming in. What's up? What's up? Hopefully they missed out the part where we talked about uh, the Sun Belt being better than Big Ten in, in baseball. Or maybe, hey, maybe we wanted them to hear that. So, let's... <laughs> oh, man. All right. Jumping right along, team a little bit more regional to us in Old Dominion, going up against Rutgers. I think I, – I don't know much about Rutgers. What I saw from the Monarchist podcast, the guys that went to the game this weekend, 
um, they were impressed with what Rutgers put on the field. Uh, and ODU has had some bats, but wasn't enough to overcome uh, until Sunday. They did get the victory 9-5 on Sunday, but lost 10-3 and 7-6 in those first two games there uh, in Norfolk. And as I let one What's of you guys... What's their overall, Dom? Do you have that? Yes. ODU start. Um, I think I personally picked them to win 2-1. to one. If you look at that middle game, that could have gone either way, but... Right. Uh, I think that if I watched them the first week, I think I came away impressed and, and thought that that was going to be a pretty good ball club. Yeah. Uh, four and three overall, ODU is. Okay. So not not the best, not the worst. I mean, depending on how Rutgers turns out, you know, this this result isn't awful. Like you said, that, that second game possibly goes either way. Uh, the Really the only bad result here is that 10-3 loss on Friday. Uh, and let's see who they've got this week. Unless you, one of you guys already has it pulled well, up. They, they play ECU uh, midweek, and they have UNC Charlotte. Those are those are tough. Is is got, I know got, Charlotte was pretty good last year, right? They got East Carolina coming to Norfolk. Is that mid game? Yeah, midweek. Yep. Yep. Tuesday tomorrow night. Wow. Yep. We'll have to pay attention to that one. They also, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I can just scroll down here long enough. I believe they return the favor too in ECU, or they come down to ECU later. Uh, I want to say they do. Somewhere, somewhere here. I don't see it. Maybe they don't. No, they do. I thought they did. They, they do? They, okay, I missed yeah. it. April 10th. April 10th. I'm going to try and get to that one. I, like Marv said, I've, I've not been to a game in Greenville. I want to get there. I want to get to some close regional games here while we're uh, – unfortunately for, for for Marv and I, Seth's kind of around the corner from App, but uh, Marv and I have got like three-hour drives to any Sunbelt team. Yeah. We are, we are about three hours away from Boone, Conway, and Norfolk, and then we're about three and a half, four, depending on which way you go to James Madison. And then I think the next closest two are like Georgia State, which is six for for us or something like that. So unfortunately, not a whole lot of easy close road trips. Um, but it is what it is. We'll get to some games here. Um, Artie, before we jump into this one, Artie says my buddy in the Marines went to Rutgers. It's in Jersey and cold. Yes, it is in Jersey. Uh, not a place I want to be, but uh, my brother lives in PA, just outside of Jersey, and it's actually a nice place. Uh, just outside. Rutgers, the state college of New Jersey. <laughs> well, actually, that's Duke, Marv, but you were close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I, but you know, do, do you find it funny that they're in the Big Ten? I feel like that's just like the weirdest thing to me. Like when we grew up, they were not ever considered to be somebody the Big, Big Ten East. would ever want. Dude, dude, Stanford and Cal are now in the ACC. I don't find any of that crap weird anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. But Rutgers in the Big Ten doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but good for them, I guess. I mean, they went to Michigan when Michigan uh, – well, Michigan now national champions in football. They, they played Michigan decently close uh, in football earlier this year. They, have a, they had a uh, very mobile quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. So who knows? What, we'll see what Rutgers does in, in football down the line. But getting back to baseball, South Alabama takes two from Jacksonville State. Um, I, this is, I think – I think I got one of my first series right. I believe I called this one two to one. Maybe. I know I got one right. We'll see that at the end of this. But um, Saturday was yeah. their first loss. Yeah. Yeah. I chose them for the sweep. 
Uh, I was I was uh, I was hot on South Alabama coming into it. I still am. I think they're a good ball club. I got to watch a couple of the games. Um, I think they were the some of the later games. So when I got home on the weekend for baseball practice, I was able to watch them. But you know, two and one, you'll, you'll take a series win this early in the season every weekend if you can get it. And um, kind of looking at their upcoming schedule, they've got uh, Nickel State and then UNCW all at home. Um, so yeah. I think South Alabama was uh, a little bit better than what people predicted. They were preseason eight, uh, starting off seven and one. Who knows? It'll, it'll all shake out when conference play comes, but uh, I like what I've seen from them so far. Yeah, and you say preseason eight. Seth, did you have anything to add there? Because I wanted to bring my other notes up from last year and see exactly where they where they ended the season. I think you said they ended an 11-game skit or at least had an 11-game skit at some point during the season. Yeah, and let me. I'm, I'm going to flip through here because I had it. So they they ended 11th and they lost their last 10, is what it was. Oh, oh by the way, Marshall last lost their last 14. Oof. So again, their their start to the season maybe not what they want record wise, but again, the results not bad. Right. You lost 14 straight to end last season. You, you're you're already better sitting than you were then. Um, so yeah, the one thing I had to add for South Alabama was. <clears throat> the Sunday guy yesterday, Cam Hill, impressive stat line. He had set, he went seven innings, five hits, zero runs, zero balls, or excuse me, zero base on balls, ball and five Ks. So Whew. solid little day there. Yeah, very solid, very solid performance. Uh, Jacksonville State, you know, solid team too. Uh, I think they're what are they in the? Uh, are they? Oh no, they just they just jumped up. So they're yeah, Conference USA. Conference USA. Okay. Yeah. What um, I mean, I assume they are right. They, that, that's what they are for football now. So I'd assume that they're across the board. I know that some of those teams sometimes take a minute to to move over, but I believe football is usually the last. So they were. Are they? The hell, they, they might they have been USA last year. <laughs> Do what? Are they what in USA? Conference USA. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we think. They're in. They're in USA. I know that. I know they are for football. So, um, it makes sense. If they're there for baseball, uh, Jags are pitching well so far, is what Artie Cat says. Absolutely, and throwing some gems here lately. All right, moving on to Southern Miss Golden Eagles. They took on the Missouri State Bears. They take two of three. Uh, I I would have. We did not predict this one, but I would have probably predicted Southern Miss to take all three. I know they had some early season struggles that they weren't real fond of down there in Hattiesburg, um, but. Uh, I mean, you know, none of these were none of these were very comfortable wins, right? Yeah, I got to watch a little bit. Um, Southern Miss, they got they have some arms. Uh, actually, Missouri State has some arms too. You know, Missouri State does go uh, and play another Sun Belt team this weekend, so it'll be uh, interesting to see how they fare. But uh, no team scores more than five runs. No team collected more than ten hits in a game. Actually, uh, ten the ten hits didn't even happen. So it was uh, a defensive pitchers weekend. Uh, I think the series early sample size is probably exactly what it should have been. Yeah, but Southern Miss defense, like you said, though they have some uh, they have some really good games coming up. So they got Nickel State coming in midweek, who's seven and one, and then yeah, Indiana State for the series for the weekend. Indiana State's undefeated, so that's going to be a it's going to be a good series. Once again, put that in the picks. Yeah, for for them to host that one at at the Pete, as they call it, Pete Taylor Park, that's going to be. yeah, that's going to be a heck of a, a matchup. But like you said, they're playing uh, in – it looks like in Biloxi. 
for the Nichols State game. I don't know if that's a minor league ballpark that they're kind of doing what, you know, App State has done by playing in, in some of that stuff. Um, but wonder if that – Bluxy, not far at all from from, uh, from Hattiesburg, what's, really. What's that overall for them? They are 6-2. and two. Yeah. Okay. 6-2. and two. So they dropped a, a game to Maris in their opening weekend uh, and then dropped one to uh, Missouri State. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, the Maris Yeah, the Maris loss a lot more surprising than Missouri State, especially now, like you said, with what we've seen from them after this series, because nobody nobody got much past the other, as we saw uh, from those results. Artie Cat is saying yes, he, confirming that Jacksonville State is in Junior Conference <laughs> USA. Uh, yes, absolutely. Holy Week schedule, Batman. <laughs> Yeah, well, Missouri State, like we said, they might be a little bit more formidable, but uh, Maris wasn't wasn't too much of an impressive uh, one to start off with there. Uh, Texas State, Artie Cat, Artie's about to tune out because he, he's going to watch this part and then he's going to finally leave. But uh, <laughs> Texas State goes one and two, but again, these are not your average run of the mill teams. They play Kansas, lose seven to four Friday, get beat eleven to five by Kentucky, but then take a big one. Uh, thirteen to four over Washington State to close out their little tournament there. Um, and Texas State, let me see what they're sitting at right now. Four and three overall. Four and, three. and again, and, and listen, one of the three losses was at TCU, who's yep. five team, and they lost by one run. Uh, get the open a weekend sweep. Uh, I don't know much about Kansas or Kentucky baseball, um, but Kentucky's pretty solid. Kentucky's yeah. pretty solid. Okay. Uh, I think Texas State is pretty solid too. Um, they're playing in that tournament this weekend. Um, they got Prairie View A and M uh, tomorrow, so maybe uh, get a little mojo back heading to that weekend. But uh, I think that weekend tournament for them is going to be going to tell you a little bit more about them. Yeah, you got LSU. I mean, they're playing. They have Houston, Texas, and LSU. That's a uh, Murders row. That, that, yeah, I mean, you, you know what you're getting with with LSU at least. I don't know much about Houston or Texas, but I, I know LSU is a pretty darn good baseball team. Yeah, yeah, not going to be easy, but I would expect a, a large contingent of Texas State fans to make the trip up there uh, to Houston, not to not being too far uh, from them down there in San Marcos. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't get a comment from Artie. Uh, about about Texas State, how they've been doing so far. Maybe he'll chime in here in a second. Now that I've called him out, <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- I, I agree with Marv. Like, I'm not really sure where Kansas baseball stands on the radar. I mean, Seth, are you uh, aware of Kansas baseball being much of anything? Or, um, no, not, okay. not off the top of my head. No, I get that. That leads me to think that they're not the greatest. But you know, seven to four is not a terrible result. You know, first weekend. Our uh, first game of, of the weekend. Um, all right. Wrapping it up here. I think Troy's our last team. Yes, they are. Alphabetically and otherwise. But uh, <laughs> they go, They go. Um, was this one on the road actually? No, this was down there in Troy. Yeah. yeah. So they, they take it to, to Harvard pretty well. Uh, the first game being a little close there, 4-3. But then they hammer them 14-3, 11-1 to round out a season uh, series sweep against the uh, – as I saw one Troy fan put up, we took it to the nerds and we swept the nerds. So, uh, yeah, I don't, did anybody watch any of these ones? I followed it on Twitter. Uh, impressive stat for Troy is yesterday's 11 to one was their fifth run roll of the year. Ooh. 
in only eight, in eight games. That's they've run ruled five games. Wow. Cole I mean, Myers. Yeah. Cole Myers is leading the squad with six home runs in those eight games. Nineteen runs scored with six stolen bases. He's, he's on. He's on base. Point seven one eight of the time. Seven one eight percentage. Yeah. Wow. Troy's Troy's a dangerous team, boys. I'm telling you right now, they're they're killing the ball. Yeah. Five five and zero oh in their last five too. So not yeah. only a sweep here, but they they won two games before that coming in. Uh, Artie does chime in. Uh, said poor hitting consistency so far for the Bobcats of Texas State. Uh, and I think he had a typo here because he doesn't want best UT. But he, I think he means beat UT, horns yeah. down. Absolutely. Uh, I'll agree with that. I'm not even really like a Texas hater, but I hate the fact that they get offended when you do the horns down. So horns down even more for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Troy coming up, they've got a uh, two games against Kent State midweek. Uh, hmm. And then their weekend series is uh, Northwestern State. Quickly, do you guys know where Northwestern State is? It's in the northwest part of Cert. Uh, name the state. <laughs> yeah, what state? Which state? I'll give you an easy one. What's the state? Alabama. Don't look it up. Nope. Louisiana. Yep. Nah. They had the uh, they had the one arm basketball player the other year before he transferred. As Seth and I found now out. He's at, now he's at yeah. Eastern Eastern. Where was it? Did he go up north? He played. They played against Auburn. Oh, oh it's also me. Austin P. Okay, yeah. there you go. The governors, the, the governors. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, yeah, Northwestern State. You know, being in Louisiana, I wouldn't surprise if if they can give Troy a game or two. I don't think they're going to win the series or anything. Um, I was just scrolling maybe, a little further down their schedule. After that, they play Alabama, the series with Indiana, and then at Auburn before they get started in conference play. So they've uh, they've got some games Ooh. coming before they get them now. Yeah, but then they get ULM to start conference play. So no, so they get a they get a buy the first week of conference play. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Man, we've talked a lot of crap about Monroe. <laughs> Monroe's gonna turn it around and make a run now, boys. Oh uh, yeah, we're, they're gonna make us look stupid. We're, um, we're also hey, we're also well, Arkansas State <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Well, we didn't hammer Arkansas State though. We just didn't think they'd be much of anything because I kind of did. Season. Hey, there's <laughs> Cinderella going all the way to a regional. Hey, that I mean, it'd be kind of cool, right? They would just sneak them up in there. Uh, yeah, all right, show this clip later and be like, "Hey, Marvin predicted it." Yeah, there you go. I will. I will cut it. I will trim it uh, to wrap up the week. Mm. Got to go to the picks. Mercy. And the The fact that we call ourselves the Belt Baseball Beginners makes a lot more sense <laughs> when you look at this thing, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I picked up my first victory of the season. So I'm, I'm grading us hard though. I will say that, right? Like you have to nail this thing, right? Or you don't yeah. get a check mark. So, uh, for those of you who are just doing this on the listening podcast, check out our social media pages each week. We will take three series. Uh, and as we found out after the first week, apparently we'll take a few that are, are just <laughs> <laughs> not serious. Um, <laughs> cause, cause we didn't look closely enough. You know, the Sunbelt webpage tricks you in that regard, right? Like Coastal was hosting the tournament, so their first opponent was just lift, listed the same for all three games, even though that's not who it was going to be. Anyways, getting back to this, we will pick three series every week and pick who the winner is going to be and by how much. So this is like you're, you're betting uh, not only the game, but you're betting the point spread. You have to get the point spread right to get the check mark. Uh, otherwise, you get an X. Uh, but Marv did correctly call the Seton Hall over Georgia State. 
Seth and I both picked South Alabama to go two and one over Jacksonville State, and none of us got the ODU or Rutgers series correct. I think we all thought, uh, you know, I, I took ODU to take that one in a, in a clean sweep, but I don't know. <laughs> I think this is going to be real fun when we start conference. We get yeah. really into it then. Yeah. Yeah, we might even have to do more. I don't know. I like three, though. Three fits here nicely. It's a nice, clean look. We've got the records up top. Uh, yeah. as, as of right now, Seth is leading the way with three and three. Marv, two and four. And I'm rounding it out at one and five. Ugh. I'm still gonna. Uh, I'm still going to ask you to change that picture of me. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got to hook me up with a better picture then. You know what I did? Uh, this is this is a baseball podcast. And so because of that, I tried to find all three pictures of us wearing baseball hats, you know? So <laughs> I could have picked you. I could have had you be like the one guy that wasn't wearing a hat. So at least to keep consistent, I, I just, yeah. I used the picture of you with the hat. So give me a better <laughs> picture. I'll, I'll switch it out. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so that everybody understands that is Marv above his son, uh, who's also in the same jersey? You know, it's not. It's not really creepy. <laughs> I'm glad you went online clarifying that. Yeah, I, I think it's his son. It could be a random kid. I don't really know that. No, it's, it's it's my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clarify that. <laughs> uh, the podcast is going to be two people next week. Marv has been arrested. Uh, so. Oh man. All right. So any, any final thoughts again, we'll, we'll get this week's graphic out. Uh, we always do it before Friday afternoon for sure. Uh, give us some time to get these picks in and take a look at what we want to go with. But uh, any final thoughts from you guys before we uh, round out the show tonight? Man, man we're this, having fun. Yeah. This we is got, fun. we got viewers. We, we appreciate all the, we encourage the comments, you know, if you want to tell us we're idiots, we, we accept that. We agree with you. But um, <laughs> no, any any fun fun facts we we appreciate. We're having we're having a blast. Yeah, pick against yeah. us too. We'll, if you you get a, you sweep it, we'll throw your graphic up there too. We'll have Dom get a creepy picture of you off the internet and put it up there as well. <laughs> Very true. Also, at some point, we need to wrap in or bring in or in- include uh, the kids here. And, and just see if they just beat, take better picks than we do, because that will be hilarious. One week we'll just have to put both of them up uh, and, uh, you know, see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and also, fans, if you're out there, man, if you want your favorite player from your school on here, hook us up with them. We, we'd love to have uh, more student athletes on here. That would be a lot of fun just to kind of hear about, you know, their thoughts on the Sun Belt and how their season's going and kind of their journey to get to where they are. So Our yeah. NIL budget's only a million, so we, gotta, we, yeah. we can only take a couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we we like to give like a quarter to each one. So, um, yeah. Austin you know, drained us last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he I think said we he have had some a, coupons the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he he wanted a lot of Duncan, is what he said. So he he didn't uh, he he didn't clean us out completely, but he took a big chunk of it. Uh, Tim, thanks for tuning in. He says, Thank "See you, got it, Eagles." In case you Thank don't know. Get after that. Yeah, we do know what that is. Uh, made locally famous by Eric Russell. Hall of Famer, Eric Russell. Eric Russell. Um, but as Seth said, his favorite Georgia Southern coach of all time is? Paul Johnson. Why is that, Seth? Is that because of the same name? Uh, a little bit of relation. A uh, little ways down the line, maybe third, fourth cousin, but... I didn't see any money from him, so I don't claim him. 
Oh man, he, yeah. he's we're, we're not getting our NIL money from him. I guess. Did you really not know he's Avery County famous? That's he's from Avery County. No, you've told me that before. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. That was that was Absolutely. new. To me. <laughs> nice. All right, fellas. Well, Artie, uh, thanks us for a great show. We thank the interaction, man. This was a lot more fun with the interaction. We did have a, a bunch of fun last week too. I can't, I can't skip on that. Austin was an awesome guest. Uh, lots of cool stories that we went over. So if you if you missed that, certainly go check that out. We even chopped that show up and, and shared a number of those clips on the social media's aspect as well. Uh, so that will round it up for us this week. We'll be back next week with more Sun Belt baseball action for you.